What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Joey, how does financial freedom look now in your mind compared to 15 years ago? I'm going to clarify that question. Okay. 15 years ago, you had a vision of what financial freedom would look like, whether it was clear or not. You you had a vision. You had a thought process. Right. But now as you really are there, you're on the precipice. Is that the word? Is that how you say that? Close enough of financial freedom, <laughs> right? Your passive income equals or exceeds your monthly expenses on most months. How does it look differently today than what it what you thought it would look like 15 years ago? Well, I'll start with 15 years ago. I was holding on to the idea that, man, the more income that you have, that provides more like um, margin if you will, of what you're spending every month or on different things that you want to buy, like all of a sudden now you have that kind of that kind of wiggle room to spend money on things and to do things for others and, you know, like to give more and all those things that that's where financial success. I don't even think I would have used the word financial freedom at the time because I didn't even think about that. I just thought of it as there's an increase in your spending or your cash flow. And so now you can do more. But what I realized is that that was really more goading me in to the corporate world that is basically saying, well, you know, if you want to get paid more, we got to get promoted. And then you, if you got to work harder in that role to keep that job at that point, because now you're playing defense to a certain extent so that someone else doesn't come and get your job. So you have to work harder, more hours, you know, check the boxes that are necessary to make that role, um, you know, almost kind of insulated. And then do, do you feel like you had a, a, like a person that was living out what you thought financial success looked like using your word? At that I think point I was time? not really. I think I was more pigeonholed into seeing just that corporate world that I was in. And so I was looking at the next person up and then the next person above them in terms of the corporate ladder. And I think the big anchor I've maybe told this before was the guy that was two steps above me. He was, there was only like six or eight of them in the country. And I said, man, that would be great to have his job. And little did I know about, you know, a a year before I ended up quitting, that guy was on a treadmill at a Wells Fargo conference and he had a heart attack and died mm-hmm. and he was about 50 years old. <laughs> and here I was, I was my young thirties at the time. And I thought that's the track that this financial success I'm doing air quotes for those of you who can't see that's the track I'm on. 
And by the way, his family was totally, you know, disconnected from him. I got to know him a little bit more personally. And I thought, man, his life is not better. It's just more of the same. And he's got maybe nicer toys. But that's not what I want. Well, I mean, our show is not about health, right? And But you and I have been going down a very intense journey on health because we believe financial freedom can't be enjoyed without it. Right. And what we've learned through this measuring of HRV, heart rate variability, is that stress is what is constantly driving that number down, whether it's uh, spiritual stress, physical stress, Emotional. Um, emotional stress. I bet you if you were met, if he was measuring his HRV, even though, cause you say he was running on a treadmill and w- before I understood this, I would be like, Oh, well he's in good shape. How did that happen? Right. But just because he's in good physical shape, just because he exercised is not actually reducing the level of stress on his body, on his body. He actually may be multiplying it. Right. Cause he was creating right physical stress by exercising, but maybe he had work stress, emotional stress that was so elevated that it was impacting all the other things. I mean, surely nutrition and genetics and all that other stuff plays into that. I just think that's so, so important that we can't give up knowing how all of these things look like. What does financial success looks like? Well, it definitely doesn't look like I'm 80 years old and I'm unable to move around. Right. And right. I think that that's what I had a picture of being a typical financial planner at those, you know, at that time, going back 15 years ago, success was for me, just the handful of clients I had at that point in time that was quote unquote retired. And they got to do whatever little things they were interested in doing. And it was like, okay, great. You know, these were the people that actually beat the system. They beat the odds. They save more money. Most of them, be honest with you, were not traveling a bunch, wasn't doing glamorous stuff. So they were really just spending less than they, you know, than they had coming out of their accounts. Or Would, hold on, would you let me let me ask you something? Would you say they were surviving well? I don't know the question. Understand the question quietly. Ask that again. Well, I'm just wondering, like that person, you would have said, "Hey, they beat the system. They made it." But really, were they they weren't living a lifestyle that was super attractive. They were surviving well. Like they were Here's making. The I've, heard, I've heard you say that. And I'm going to challenge that just a little bit from the perspective that I think when you just looking at my parents, right, looking at my wife's parents, they don't have a motivation to do a lot, right? Like what, the life that they live. It's pretty simple and they enjoy it. It probably looks different than what they would have thought of 20 or 30 years prior, right? Because what really what happens is the older you get, the less you want to sleep in a bed other than yours, right? The older you get, the harder it is to go up and down stairs, to get on airplanes, mm-hmm. to to experience some of the things. I, I think that's the the real garbage in the the typical financial model of retirement is that when you get to the point in time that you potentially you do beat the system, you do have enough wealth built up because that's the concept, right? It's accumulated wealth. If you have enough money built up that then when you get to that point that you go and enjoy the lifestyle that you want. Well, the reality is, is that the lifestyle that you're going to live at that point in time, even if you have enough money, is going to look a lot differently 
than it would have 20, 30, 40 years prior, just out of the way our bodies have been impacted. Right. right. I mean, and and, and I'm not saying I, I don't think that my my mom or her parents live um, like in regret. I don't think they look at it and go, well, man, I wish I was healthier. I would go all these different places. Some people do. I just wonder, you know, what because their their brain is not taking them to the point of what if because they didn't even consider it as an option. And I think that's what today's podcast is about. It's really it's asking that question, what does a day in the life of someone who's financially free look like? And what if that day in the life of somebody who's 35, who's 45, who's not 75, right? What would right. that look like if that's you? What it would what would it look like today? And I and I guarantee you it would look drastically different tw- at 20 years to the number. No doubt. We've gone way too long. Sorry for our, our intro, but I think <laughs> you're going to enjoy this podcast because this is challenging the way that we think, and I hope it has challenged you to take action. So as always, we sit around a roundtable each week, and so right now we're pulling our chair up to the table. Let's belly up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, you can take action on your way to financial freedom. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because lack of follow-through guy just doesn't sound as cool. At least it doesn't to me, but enough about me for the moment. Let me introduce you to my co-host, the Italian Stallion. He's got the license plate cover to prove it, Mr. Joey Murray. Stallion, good afternoon. Yo, yo. Happy to be here. Good afternoon to someone, you. How can someone take action on today's topic? Man, I mean, first things first, take the passport challenge, right? If you can't envision what financial freedom would look like for you, like that's my hope for today's show, is that you get a vision of what other people are doing or what financial freedom really looks like, and then you can apply it to yourself. And that's how we, that's what we did with the passport challenge. Go to wealth.wallstreet.com forward slash passport, join the community, get engaged. That's the first step. Mm. I love it, man. I love it. Well, here's the thing. Thankfully, you and I are not sitting here alone at the table. We got the dream team, the dream team of financial coaches. To my left, Mr. Incredible. His superpower is speed to financial freedom. And the real beauty is that speed is contagious. My man, J.D. Hill. Say hello to your fans, J.D. I'm waving for those of y'all that can't see me. Hey, hey. (laughs) I'm so glad to be here in Texas, uh, not in Alabama. Uh, wearing a Where's, well, Where's Waldo shirt. So I'm uh, real excited about that. Well, hey, you know, we're, we're talking about spending uh, what a day in the life of financial freedom looks like. I mean, I guess you get to wear whatever you want to when you're in that in that space. See, here's the thing is that you don't know if I'm wearing um, the appropriate pants or shorts to match my shirts 
or if I'm in basketball shorts, you just don't know. Right. <laughs> because you can only see me from the waist up. Um, Great. And, or if there's any pants at all. I didn't want to go there because I was trying to keep it PG. Uh, but thank you, Joey, for, for going there. You're mm. welcome. Well, <laughs> that's, that's Joey. That's Joey's gifts. That's his, that's his superpower as he goes there. But let's, let's, let's keep around the table. Let's go to JD's left. A true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I would just only known you earlier, brother, I would be so much richer. Everybody say hello to downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see you, Ernie. Hey, glad to be here. What does a day in the life of a financial free person look like, Aaron? It, it looks like freedom. It feels like freedom. If Steve. I don't know what freedom looks like or feels like, you're going to have to help me, man. I need some imagination. Yeah. Well, at least for me, it's, it's spending a lot of time around other people. It probably actually looks a lot like my day now, uh, just with meeting with other people for other purposes. Mm. I'm going to come back to that because I actually think you have a really interesting point there. If I was financially free, I think I would want to spend a lot of time talking to other people on that same journey just to gain more insight, right? To share insight. I think that's what you're doing. And to my right, our resident pilot, Mr. Catch Me If You Can, when he's not jet-setting around the world, being financially free, he's dropping gold nuggets here. The only, the one and only, Mark Caraguchi. Welcome, Mark. Guys, it is great to be back. It was a, it, it was a, a nice hiatus, but I'm, I'm stoked to be back at the Digital Roundtable. Well, you were hunting somewhere, undisclosed location, and I do think that that must be what financial freedom looks like. You want to describe it? You want to give us a little, little feel for it? Yeah. Uh, when, when, when I look at that question, what does a day in the life of financial you know, freedom look like? Uh, whatever I want it to be, because I get to choose. And, and you know, unlike JD leaving the mystery, if he is fully clothed or not, which we're going to leave alone, uh, I am fully clothed. But you know, to the testament of financial freedom, I actually have uh, my camo pants on right now, because as soon as this is over, I am sprinting out the door to go try and uh, handle the last bit of our uh, late hunting season here in Washington State. That's what freedom looks like. You know what? Nice. What, what are you hunting? Wow. Uh, black tail deer. Dude, that's not for real. That's somebody with a sharpie. Like I would not. <laughs> don't fall for that. Those jokers are white tail. <laughs> Actually, the ones out here would be spray painting themselves white because they are protected out here. Ah, um, yeah. A black tail deal. I didn't. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Aaron, I'm coming back to you. I asked you what is a day in the life of someone who's financially free look like. You said it looked a lot like what you're dealing with today. You're just talking to people. Let's let's go a little deeper there. Well, this is this is coming out of my mind, right? So this might not be everyone, but I think it is a lot of people. And you have to add a lot of value into the marketplace to become financially free. You get a taste for that during financial freedom, you're, you're still creating value. And for me, I want to add value in, in ways that don't necessarily create monetary return for me. I want to be investing in different arenas with different people. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. What do you mean arenas? What would you say? What does that mean? Well, uh, like last night, we, 
Carolina and I hosted, uh, there's a, a new, actually Joey and Russ, you guys know this guy. We hosted someone who has just moved to Birmingham uh, and is going to be starting ministry to internationals on the campus of UAB. And we had the college ministry over and he was just sharing where he's come from, what he's going to be doing. And man, to me, that, that would be the kind of thing that I would be doing during the hours of nine to five, more of that. Mm. I love that. That's awesome. JD, what's a look, what's a, a day in the life of someone who's financially free look like to you? You know, yesterday when we were talking about this, I jokingly said, uh, Mark Haraguchi, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just being able to just take off for two weeks and go um, help reduce the the animal population from overbreeding. Um, <laughs> like that, that is, uh, that is, that, I mean, I, to me, it's because family is so important to me. Um, and what I've realized as I've gotten older, um, like it, it, it extends beyond just myself. And so being able to just have impact on other people's lives, like I know that my job as a father is to raise up and disciple my boys, right. And to be godly young men. Um, and so that is like just something that is just really important to me. So financial freedom for me is being able to have more of that time to be able to invest in them and raise them up to do, um, wonderful things for the kingdom, uh, and whatever that would look like. And, uh, you need, you need time to be able to do that. Well, we were we were kind of talking about this earlier off camera about what what does that look like? What does financial freedom really give you? Right. Like, obviously, there's a journey to get there. And we talk about the formula to financial freedom is easy. It's passive income greater than our monthly expenses. But the work to accomplish it is hard. So there's there's this path that I'm I'm, I'm on. Well, why why would I go through all that effort? Why would I go through all that work? And oftentimes it's to solve one of two problems, right? It's either to say, because I want to get my time back. I'm hearing a lot of, I want to get my time back. I want to have time with my kids. I want to have time to be able to invest in others. I want to have time to, as Mark said, to do whatever I want to. Or the opposite is, man, I've been working as hard as I possibly can, creating a business, creating an income stream, whatever that may look like for you. And man, I would be foolish in my life if I haven't taken those dollars and created this financial freedom on the side so that if something happens, if some single point of failure were to take away the thing that I've been dependent on, right? Kick out the leg of the stool, if you will, that I have something else to fall back to. So it's either time or it's security. Joey, in your eyes, how does one of those two things help you see the future of financial freedom for you and your family? I think the, the time factor for me is the biggest and it's more in line with what JD's talking about. Like I, I, uh, I'll, I will say this, I got the vision of this from uh, an old podcast from Gary Boomershine. He's a guy we had on our show just recently, but um, he had this picture that he, he outlined of he called the like the 1031 or I, I can't remember the exact numbers but the 1031 plan in my mind is what stuck it's like he starts business around 10 because he wants to spend the morning serving his wife and his family in some capacity whether it's you know helping them with some schoolwork or you know making breakfast or you know cleaning up around the house or whatever it may be starting business around 10 
working for three hours and in those three hours focusing on one thing that he can uniquely add value to the business ventures that he's involved with but everything else is kind of taken over by people who are much better than him at those things and then he can kind of go with the rest of the time do more of the same with his family with the community whatever it may be and i'm not there yet but we are financially free in the sense that we have the passive income to cover our expenses. And every week I'm coming to you knocking on your door saying, Russ, um, uh, how do we lower the hours? Because that's what I'm going for is to have more of that time back. And that's interesting. You mentioned time because I think time can be measured in multiple different ways, right? It could be measured in what you're saying time in a day, or for others, it may be measured in vacation time. Right? Now, I took I took three weeks off to be with them in the RV trip too. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying I'll take the day one too. <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's definitely a yes and. Yes and, right? exactly. It's a yes exactly. and. <laughs> well, speaking of yes and, jump in there, uh, John David. I, I'd love to hear, like you're, obviously that's the journey you're on. You're you head up our passive income mastermind, the mastermind that's focused on helping people get to 200% passive income to their monthly expenses. Yeah, I, you know, for me, when I, and I don't know if this resonates with anybody else, but when I first got into just business in general, um, I wanted, after looking at other folks that were 40, 50, 60 years old and had a life that I wanted, I wanted that life today. And so I started living that life today, working less. And what I, what I realized I had it backwards is that that time freedom is earned, right? And it, it, it requires work and effort and investment and sacrifice in order to get that back. Um, and it, it took me five, 10 years before I finally had that kind of aha moment where I realized I'm doing it backwards. I'm not actually getting my time back. I'm getting less and less time. Um, and, and once I kind of had that mind shift, to, to really realizing that the, the more that I invest in, the more that I actually get back. Um, instead, of, instead of trying to take so much, I had to put more in to get more out, if that makes sense. And, um, and, and that just became a real big mind shift for me and just how I look at how we operate all of our different businesses now. Uh, you know, since joining Wealth Without Wall Street and, and you know, partnering with you guys, I've started like five different businesses now right? Um, I'm trying to get as many businesses as Russ has policies, like, <laughs> right? Uh, but seriously, like, it, and what's interesting is that each one of these is very unique, but they all create different sources of revenue for me. And, and so uh, there's security there that I'm not dependent just on one source of revenue as well. And all of them can be set up to also become passive as well. Um, and so it was just a mind shift for me to realize that if I want this, I really, I have to do a number of things. I either take time away from family, or I sacrifice and I either get up earlier or I stay up later, right? So that I still can do the things that I want to do. This podcast is amazing. Almost too amazing, Russ. There's too many ideas and I don't know where to get started creating passive income. Well, here's the thing, Joey. I think one of the things you need to consider in that statement is what is it costing you to not know? What is it costing you not to take action? I love the statement that says you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. If you're struggling on where to start, you have to know what type of investor you are. Know your investor DNA. And if you wanna learn more about this, you can join us in our Passport Challenge. 
at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Get started today. Joey, you and I spent six months going through and, and taking a handful of people through something we call freedom seekers. And there was a part within that that we asked the question, what does financial freedom look like? And in that exercise, we really kind of detailed the difference between what an ideal day looks like and what an ideal lifestyle would look like. Right. Talk a little bit about what we discovered in that process. What did an, what was the difference between an ideal day and an ideal lifestyle? Because I think what we're trying to say is what does a day in the life of someone who's financial free look like? But if we really pull it back, we're trying to say, what does an ideal lifestyle look like? So I want to make sure we differentiate between the two and then we'll come back and zone back in on what the ideal day within the ideal lifestyle looks like. Well, I, I think I would summarize it this way is that uh, if you're in the middle of the grind, right, every day, that nine to five, and you're just to the, for the most part, you're looking for relief, you would probably initially say, oh, my gosh, I want to be on the beach sipping a Mai Tai. Come on. And, and you wouldn't be wrong, right? Like that is an ideal day. <laughs> but if you had to do that every single day for the rest of your life, there's a part of us as producers that, and we've all mentioned it, we have, we want to have impact. We want to invest in others, whether it be our family or, um, you know, as Ernie was saying, international students and ministry and things like this, like God put those things there for a reason, because we're not here to bring glory to ourselves. We're here to bring glory to him. And that can't happen if we're just literally self-serving all the time. There are seasons to uh, kind of recoup and, and, and refresh. But if that was your every day, you would be totally unfulfilled. In fact, I remember our conversation with Steve Cavanaugh um, several months back on the show, and he had exactly that kind of aha moment because he had obtained financial freedom, moved to Florida with his family, had no responsibilities. His business was running 100% on its own. And he's like, and it was the worst feeling in the world because well, he had, had no, no purpose, like well, nothing well, to give to. Well, you and I know somebody who sold his business for 10 figures <laughs> in his mid thirties. I mean, like definition of financial free, don't have to do anything six months later, bored to tears, right? Like yep. they're the, as we said, the formula to financial freedom is easy. Passive income greater than monthly expenses, but the work to accomplish it is hard. You go through this labor to get there and then all of a sudden everything's done. Now you're just going to sit back. I mean, yes, as you said, my ties. Well, at what point? Okay. I switched my, my tie for a, a Captain Morgan and Coke, right? Like I, then I eventually change it for a water. Eventually, I start getting tired of the sand between my toes, right? Eventually, I get tired of sleeping on the hotel bed, right? I mean, there's going to be a point in time where I'm going to get tired of the thing, and I'm going to want to do something else. I don't care what the, what the thing else is. So the ideal lifestyle, right, which now pairing it down to our, our topic for the day, what does a day in the life of someone who's financially free look like within the context of an ideal lifestyle? Let's break that out. In your eyes, we'll just go around the table. We'll, we'll, we'll focus on, uh, see what this looks like. Joey, what time in the day do you wake up? Um, 
right now? No, like when, today? You're, when you're within your financial freedom, ideal lifestyle day, what time are you waking up? I'm thinking, to be honest, I, I don't like to sleep in too long. I mean, seven o'clock. What, what are you going to do? What's the first thing you're doing? Man, I, I'd love the first thing. Well, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta go hit the, hit the bathroom pretty pretty soon thereafter. Good gravity. Night. This is brutal. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's first stop for me. I, if we're being honest, okay. This is real world. This is real world. <laughs> gravity is a is a force to be reckoned with. But uh, beyond that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go spend some time with the Lord, man, before the kids get going. That's really important to me. Got it. Okay. Hey, hey hit hit the toothbrush while you're at it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. JD, what? Okay. You, you've woken up, you've gone to the bathroom, you brushed your teeth, you, you had some quiet time. What's the next thing in an ideal day within someone's life who's financially free? What are they doing mid morning? Drinking coffee. <laughs> what you mean? Like that is, that's before the bathroom break. That is first and foremost, we got to get some coffee. Like a boss. Um, yep. Uh, like a boss. Yeah. This is um, the most boring financial freedom no, day I've, I've, I've heard, by the way. By the way, Look, should, I, should we not I, I be need, breaking this down with I our... need some inspiration? Like, I need some inspiration from some other folks so that what'd I can. You, envision... JD, what'd you do this morning? Uh, well, my four year old got up at like five because he took his pull up off and wet the bed. So I had to deal with that this morning. Um, and, and then I, I took my. Uh, my family to breakfast. That's what I did this morning. We went to breakfast. What time did you was, do that? It was about nine, nine thirty. Nine thirty in the morning. You went to breakfast. Ten years ago, were you in an office? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to yeah. go to breakfast I, when you're in the office. Completely hard to go to breakfast when I was in the office, and to be able to have the first two or so hours in the morning with my family was absolutely fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we can we break this down, Russ? I'm going to derail you. Our passport challenge breaks down financial freedom into be, do, and have. Should we not be building this whole lifestyle around that? Well, we need to because this is the work. I guess the only thing that I could say about the the morning of the financial freedom <laughs> lifestyle that you're sharing is that it looks a lot like the, the normal life with the exception that I don't have hindrances on where I can go, like what you just said there, JD. And I think that that's the, that was really the point. I, I know I'm just busting you guys up, but to be honest, I, that was what I expected from you. And I, I think sometimes oh. we, when we're not there, we're like, Oh man, it's just never going to be like that. And we have this imagination that people who are so much more successful than we are, who are in a different place than we are and what we would really want it to look like. We have no no context, right? Like, you know, when we were talking to somebody the other day about our book, remember, and and some of the comments that were made based upon what someone who's financially free was look like. Oh, well, they'll buy nicer cars so they can go to work, or nice not nicer cars, but nicer clothes so they can go to work, right? We're like, yeah, we're like, no, no that's, that's really, not, yeah, that's not that's not what people who that, that's not what they're interested in. Right. But it's because we haven't been there. Right. So we start thinking up stuff that are not actually true. The person who's financially free, their day looks a lot like yours, probably on a Saturday or Sunday. Right? Exactly. <laughs> they just okay, don't so, know what day of the week it is. 
I'm going to challenge, I'm, I'm, I'm challenge that right there because if, if you're listening to this right now, if you're not happy with your day, if you're not happy with the things that are in your life right now, then going and getting a whole bunch of other stuff is not going to make you happy. You've got to find Preach. happiness with what you're doing right now because financial freedom is only supposed to be an enhancement to what you're already doing, right? If you're waking up and for Joey, maybe he's going to get like, like a gold rimmed throne that, that he can then utilize in the morning when he wakes up to, to go potty. But, and a bidet. And, and, and a bidet. But no, in, 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 all seriously, in all seriousness, if, if you are not happy with what you've got today, then you need to figure out what it is that's missing in your life today. Because the grass is always going to be greener next door. That next person's house is always going to look better. Their TV is always going to look, they've got to have the newer car. But you know what? Warren Buffett still lives in that same old house he bought back when he had nothing. He hasn't gone and bought a multi-million dollar mansion or whatnot because he's happy with what he has. And if you're happy with what you've got, financial freedom is only going to make it so much more. Because if you are chasing the Joneses, if you are trying to keep up with them, if you are trying to say, well, when I have financial freedom, I'll be able to have a boat. I'll be able to have a house. Okay, those are all things, okay? And I, and I think that's what Joey was trying to get to with the passport. Things are nice, but it's more than stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my nice truck. <laughs> uh, that is a nice uh, freedom toy, um, but it's just a toy. You, 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 like, you like the pull behind thing behind it too, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, but- so, so, so really gang, if, we've got to find out how to be happy with what we have and then we're just going to enhance it um a day in the life of financial freedom for for me really it's it, it's still i'm i'm still working i'm here and passive income is not passive there is some level of activity it just varies with how much you want to make it so don't think that this is going to be like winning the lottery because the majority of people who win the lottery within 6 to 12 months they're right back where they were if not worse well and and mark i love the point you're making, um, if you're not the person that you would enjoy, like if you're not who you need to be, I, I'm going to bring it back to our passport challenge framework. Who do you need to be in order to enjoy financial freedom? Right. Uh, who, I, one of the things that's on my financial passport is, or my, my, my passport is the fact that I want a, uh, a marriage that is thriving. So what does that do? That doesn't mean that I'm going to wait until some future date. That That's a today thing. Even if you're not financially free, you should be working towards who you want to become. Um, you know, JD's talking about investing in his, in his boys. Well, you don't put that off until you're financially free. You're doing it today and you're constantly becoming a better version of that discipler. Right. And financial freedom just enhances who you have been becoming the whole time. So I'm, I'm grateful, Mark, you're breaking that point because we need to have that vision as well. We're not arrived and we're, we are on a journey in all these areas. All right. Parting shots, Ernie. Oh, parting shot. I feel like we just started to open up our stride a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm, exactly. I'm jamming. I agree. I am jamming agree. on these concepts. To tell them, that, no, we're not doing the, the final final the, call here. The journey, the journey is becoming. 
but take the take the pressure off to be don't wait until you know it all or the right person to start moving forward becoming more like that person because you know right now if you're trading time for money you're providing value what you do is very important but if your vision is that i want to i want to create more i want to build income streams so that i can leverage my time more i'm interested in in giving more if the motivation is that i can get more you're only going to go so far but if your vision is that i want to primarily be concerned about how much i can give over what you can get wow how far do you want to go 100% 200% lord give me a thousand percent let's go i want to give as much value in as many different arenas as i can with my time i want to trade my time for things that are greater than i can trade my time right now and day by day leverage that more and more effectively. I want to go from more from 0% of effectiveness closer to 100 day by day, year by year. And at the end of my life, I've created as much value and impact as possible. Hey, Ernie, how do you think being financially free allows you to be more effective in the same amount of time? It's the same as how you can run faster when you've got a five pound pack than you can when you've got a 50 pound pack. Mm. Just the burden of having the trade time for money is tough. Mm. How, how much more freed up, present, committed, open to, I mean, this is my challenge and this is a personality thing, just being so committed to the, to the straight line. Financial freedom allows you to, to be open to doors that are opening and take those with less weight. I can because I'm free to do so. Oh, Which, you, you, you hit me with that. And I'm going to come to you, J.D. I heard you pipe in there. But I, there was a book that I read, and I, I don't remember the name of it right now, but the lady had been a part of the Holocaust. She was a, a kid in, in, uh, in Germany at that point in time. And I just remember her saying in the book, like one of the things that she had done her whole life was just carrying these burdens and these angers. And at some point in time, she decided to just give all that away. Even she remember she she talked about speaking at an event and one of the soldiers in, in one of the concentration camps actually was in the event that she was talking to. And she said, basically what you said is that, you know, she'd been carrying these things around as if it was like a 50 pound backpack, you know? And that, that weight, when she let that off, it, it just freed her up. And I, I think that that's what you're saying. That's ultimately how we can be more effective. J.D., I'm sorry I, I, I jumped in there in front of you. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I think it's interesting because I used to be the person that chased the things. Like I wanted the things, I wanted the nice cars, I wanted the nice clothes, I wanted the nice watch, I wanted the nice house, like I wanted the nice things. And it took me a long time to realize how exhausting that is. Um, like it's a really exhausting road and it's never fulfilling. Like it's a never fulfilling result. Uh, and, and what I'm hearing all of us talk about today is that financial freedom is not the things, right? it's the intangibles, right? It's, it's what can we do for others that is the financial freedom piece. And, uh, and I think that's really what's powerful because that's, what's fulfilling. 
um, the stuff is not fulfilling because there's always going to be something new, right? That's going to replace the new thing you just got. Uh, and, and so it can't be about the things like, don't get me wrong. I like nice things, right? I, we buy nice things. But my point though, is that the, the focus has shifted, right? It's no longer about wanting to achieve and create so that I can have the nice things. Uh, it's no longer about that. And so I love what Ernie said about giving more. Uh, I love what Mark is talking about. Uh, and it's, it's really getting clear on, on the intangible things of, of the why behind the what. Mm. All right, Joey, I know that you, you said we couldn't end it, but we got to, man, we got to, it, it, we're not it. ending it. To be honest, we're just starting it. This is the opportunity for us to go and interact with those who are in the inner circle right now. If you're not an inner circle member, man, join, come back and listen to the replay and participate going forward. I mean, in the, in the words of the poets from, was it Simisonic? They said something like it's closing time. You don't have to go home. <laughs> But you guess uh, stay here. I'm sorry. Yes. Time's up. We got uh, we got to go. Well, hey, just speaking of getting started, the reason I think we can all sit around this table is and and talk about this right now. It's not because all of us are 100 financially free immediately today, but why? Because we have taken the step of getting clear on what financial freedom will be or is currently, and you need to do the same thing. Go take the passport challenge. We built it for this very reason, because so far we have had, a, we've had so many people come to us and it's been a hard thing to get them to visualize this. So go take that wealth.wallstreet.com forward slash passport and join us on the same journey. This is the first step. And uh, man, can't wait for this to be a reality for you. All right, coaches, thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, take time, rate, review, share it with somebody else so that they can, like you, start on their pathway or extend their journey to financial freedom. We'd love to be a part of it. We'd love to help you get there faster. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.